Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, June 4th, 2016, and you are tuned in to our first June episode of the year. We are The Missy Show, your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and finally joining us once again is our ever-so-lovely co-host, Dee. We miss you, buddy. I miss you guys, too, Jay. It's not like I've been, like, gone for years. (laughs) Years. <laughs> I didn't mean to make it sound that way, but it, it's kind of felt that way. I think it's, it's at least been about a month or something. It's been about a month. I've been gone for a while. It feels like I've been gone for a while, but I actually have been gone for a while. <laughs> I've been gone. Life has happened. Life is happening and life happens. So it's been, I miss you guys. I'm glad I'm back. I don't know how long I'll be back, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm back. So. And we're glad to have you back, and and hopefully you'll get you a nice break where you won't have to go through that stuff again. But, you know, for for however long the peaceful period lasts, we're glad you're back. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let me me just make this announcement to everyone. Um, What's going on with our weather actually ties in perfectly with today's topic. Isn't it like a great segue? (laughs) Isn't it like perfect? Because <laughs> today's topic is rainy day pet activities, also known as the dog days of summer episode. And right now we're having some rain issues. But actually over here it's not really raining, but we're having some slight lightning, and I'm still hearing thunder rumbles. So I just wanted to put out a disclaimer to everybody. If we have to just end this abruptly, just please forgive us. But um, forgive us. we're not trying to get hit by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on a phone, so um, if, if that happens, you know, we, we, we're we going to try to hang in there as long as we can. Hopefully we won't get any lightning. But if we do, we'll just have to do what we did with the pet brief episode, and we would just come back and finish up next week. So just putting that yes. out there, just in case. Yes. We have rumbling in the background here. There's some, you know, far away lightning because my phone will let me know. <laughs> it's about, about five miles away right now. So, um yeah, so we're going to try to make this whole show, but if we don't, we will do a continuation or pick it up some kind of way. Yes, yes, definitely, because the lights went out here briefly, and I didn't have any Internet for maybe like a minute, so hopefully that won't happen again, but we're going to proceed just in case. But before we get started with today's topic, I just want to go ahead and give out the answer to today's pet trivia question. For those of you who read our blog, you probably noticed that I didn't get to do the pet trivia question yesterday morning as I normally do, but I did get it posted this morning on the blog. So that's just for any of you who may want to read today's whole entry but didn't know it was posted. So just go on over to she'satorty.blogspot.com if you wanted to read the whole entry. Okay. Don't know how well you'll do on this one, Dee, but today's... <laughs> Today's trivial question is, name three or more animals that are pink. That are pink? Yep. Animals. Oh, animals. They can even be insects. We'll include insects, too. It can be animals or insects. Three or more that can be pink. 
They don't always there, have to be pink, but they can be pink. Some of them are pink. Is there a pink insect? Okay. Um. Well, the first yeah, thing that came to my mind. The first thing that came to mind is pink. Yeah, of course, pink flamingo. I don't know why. Yes, yes, that's one of them. Yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah, flamingo okay. is one of them. Pink flamingo, pink, 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 pink. I don't know why pink panther came to mind, but that doesn't play. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think there are real pink panthers, but yeah, some some of these aren't going to be just something common that you. But one of them actually is common if you really thought about it. And then I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot about them. Okay, pink, pink. Wow, pink. I'll give know. you a clue. One of them is a farm animal. It's a farm animal. Oh, a pig. A pig, yeah. A pig. They're not yeah. always pink, but they can be pink. Just the basic pig. Yes, pig. Okay. And then there's one more. Okay, Jay, I need a hint. <laughs> okay. These You're are some... On on this particular site, they actually have 13 creatures that are pink or can be. Um, I don't know if you remember this one or if you learned about this, but I remember learning about these sea creatures in um, elementary school, I think. Have you ever heard of a sea anemone? It's the, I've heard of They kind of look of, like flowers. They're some, they're, they're, I don't know exactly what they are. I don't know if they're in the same family like with sponges and all that, but they have all these little little finger-looking things, but they're pink. I do remember that about them. Okay. All right. I, and I they're remember. on that site. If, if okay. you, I'll, and I'll post a link, too, so everybody can see it, but, but they're pink. Okay. I remember vaguely about I think I've heard that some kind of some, somewhere. Who knows? But I have. Yeah. Um, there's another type of bird called a ro- roseate spoonbill. It looks just like a pelican, sort of, but it's pink. It's a beautiful bird. Okay. I've never heard of it. Um, there's a pink katydid. Who knew? It's not an animal, but it's an insect. It's really pretty. And then there's also an orchid mantis. I swear it's the most beautiful praying mantis I've ever seen. It's pink. You know what? I guarantee you that's gorgeous. Just because praying mantis are so unusually odd that they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then if you add color into it, you know it's going to be exotically gorgeous, though. So. It's really, really pretty. So make sure you guys go on that site. And one other one, this it's it's called a pygmy seahorse. It's wow. pink. <laughs> it's pink. That's cool. And there there were a few others, but I didn't name all of them. But if you guys want to check that out, I'll post that link and you can look at them. But the, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, and I was just like, okay, those are pink. They even have a pink gecko on there too. Yeah. Okay. You sound like this would be a great animation cartoon thing. Like, I don't know why I just saw, you know, Finding Nemo or something like that. Yeah, like like Find the Pink Animal. Exactly. Now I'm curious about other colors. Like, are there any purple animals? Are there any blue? Right, seriously. Which they probably, you know, of course, you have all kinds of fish and all that stuff. But, you know, you have, I'm quite sure there are probably some very exotically odd animals out there. So maybe we'll have to do that. We know there are some green ones, but just to try to name them, you know, it's kind yeah. of hard. But may, maybe I'll I'll have a color theme, you know. Maybe we'll do that another time too. Okay. Right. So if you like today's pet trivia question and want to check out more, hit us up on Fridays on our blog, and you can also check out past trivia posts and our blog archives. 
If you have comments regarding rainy day pet activities and want to join in today's conversation, you can call us at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash cheese authority. Links from information used in today's episode will be posted after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missy show. And don't forget to check out the Missy Show webpage at the missy show.weebly.com and that's W E E D L Y. Okay. On to rainy day pet activities. Okay, so it's raining or snowing outside, and Sparky or Fluffy have gotten stir crazy, which probably means <laughs> they're, like, they're driving you to trust a human up the wall. So, what can you do to maintain your sanity? That's the question we're here to answer today. So, yes. do you have any suggestions for us, Dee? What What can we humans well, do? You know, because of course you have that moment where. It's raining, and sometimes we have marathon rain days where we have, like, continuous days in a row where, you know, it might start on a Friday and it goes on until the weekend, and you're like, okay. So, of course, everybody knows my boomer bear when he was here with us. He would, when he was younger, he just had a lot of energy anyway, so you kind of had to entertain him because if you didn't, he would entertain himself, and that would not be good. And especially it was like, (laughs) where you, you know, one of the ways you could kind of let him burn off his energy was just kind of let him out and let him just go run around because he had tons of energy. Well, when it was raining, it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what are we going to do? Because he would have these run fits where he literally would move furniture. So we kind of had to figure out, well, we have to do something because if not, he would tear his house apart. And we actually encountered where we had one of those marathon weekend rain events where it was, not happening. You know, as he got older, he didn't really like going out in the rain. He didn't want to get wet or whatever, but when he was younger, he was just like, okay, either you entertain me or I'm going to do it myself. So we had to get creative. We had to get creative. And one of the things, and everything with him, you had to find what motivates your animal, and we found his motivation was through his gut because he was a greedy little something. And so um, anything that surrounded food <laughs> that could enter, like, in um, include food in it as an activity, he was all for it. He was like, all right, sign me up. I don't care what it is, sign me up. So one of the things that I played with him, which I found on a great little website, um, puppyheats.com, uh, was called the Whip Hand Game. And one of the things we found, one of the things I found with him is that one of his favorite treats that he loved, and it was a healthy treat because he could eat anything, but I was like, okay, we've got to give him healthy stuff, was he loved carrots. He loved carrots. That (laughs) is so fascinating. Why about him being a dog? Oh, my God. He liked, there wasn't really like much he didn't like as far as food. You know, he didn't like lettuce. (laughs) Lettuce was just like the most boring thing to him. He was just like, what? Why? Didn't like lettuce. Didn't really like corn. But carrots, huh, you chop up some carrots and we would have fun all day. So what I would do was um, take the carrot, and it's like sort of the game you would play when you were little. You would take the carrot and you would like put it behind your back and put it in your hand and put it in front of him. And what I wanted him to do was to tell me which hand I had it in. 
but for him, he was a really, really smart dog, and you could really, really, like, engage him because you could – some dogs or some animals, you know, there's only so far they're going to go because they, they look like, oh, uh, <laughs> they look like what? But with him, you could see the wheels turning, so you could take him to that next level. So with him, I taught him how for him to give me paw, so he could give me paw. So what I did was I would take the – um, piece of carrot, put it behind my back, put it in a hand, and I would put it in front of him, and I would let him sniff, and when he would sniff the hand, I would say, give me paw, and I know he was trying to figure out, well, okay, I'll give you paw, but what do you want me to do? So one time he gave me paw, and he hit the hand where the carrot was, and that's all I needed for him to do, was once he hit that hand where that carrot was, he got the carrot. So he sort of figured out, oh, when I find out the hand that it's in, I touch it, and she gives it to him. And that kind of took up some time. It took a little while for him to get it, but once he got it, oh, we had loads of fun. So it's called the witch hand game, and it just it's working off of scent, and it gets them, you know, kind of engaged, and it gets them thinking, and it just gets them, you know, working with you on how to find something based on scent. So it, and it, 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 it involves the touch command. For me, it was the, the paw command, which paw, give me paw kind of a thing. I kind of included it. That was something he had already learned, and I just kind of incorporated that into the witch hand game. So that was something he loved, and he would love to play. He would play that all day long because, of course, it involved him getting food, so it worked for him. <laughs> it just, you know, it was like, I could do this all day. I'm here all day, y'all. I'm here all day. You hand me carrots, we can do this. And, you, of course, you know, dogs have, like, since where they can smell stuff for days, so it was just, like, great. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's a wonder that he ever got it wrong because he should have been able to smell which hand he had it in. You know, it took, at the beginning, it was sort of like trying for him to figure out what is it, because he would always, I could tell he would try to figure out what is it that she wants me to do. He, I, mm-hmm. he was the smartest dog in the world, and I could tell him trying to figure it out. I know she wants me to do something. What is it that she wants me to do? And so, and I'm like, we can get it, we can get it. And he would always figure out what it was. It took him a while, but once he got it, oh, the light bulb was on. You could tell when that light bulb went on, he was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I'm in it. Let's go. So the witch hand game is a great little game you can play, especially if they already know the, you know, kind of give me paw or shake, anything that where they present their paw to you. If you can incorporate that into that game, works wonders, and it uses up so much time. <laughs> And it just engages them mentally to get them thinking and stuff like that. And that's cool, like, for their human. If the human doesn't feel like getting up and down and doing a whole lot of stuff, yeah. you get in one spot yeah. as long as you just have the carrots right there where you can you get them. Carrots, you don't have to do a lot. You guys can get all snug and, you know, whatever and just get there and sit there. You know, I took a carrot and I would chop it up into, like, tiny. And you don't even have to get, like, big pieces. You can get because, you know, like I said, with dogs, like, you know, the scent thing, the ability to smell is so strong. You can get a little bit, and he was, like, on it. So it's not that you're giving them a lot of treats. You can get, you know, half a carrot, chop that sucker up into a little tiny bit, and they would do that. Oh, he would do that all day long, all day long if I let him. So it was, that's it was cool because good. that's one I wouldn't have thought about. Yeah, yeah. So it, it that game was, like, one of our favorite games. We had, like, lots of little games we play. Not necessarily that it was it was for a rainy day, but because, like I said, with him, he 
he was a very smart dog, and he was a very he. You had to keep him engaged because if you didn't, especially when he was younger, he would find ways to engage himself. So you had to come up with stuff because if you didn't, you would come back to find, um, you know, certain things being destroyed and certain things like that. So you had to keep him engaged. It was just one of those things you had to do, and that just helped. So it was it was good. It was good. And it was a fun game for him. I liked it too because. You know, by the end of the time, because if he would drool so much, my hand would be drippy. So it would just be like, <laughs> like okay, we played it enough. <laughs> yeah, let's move on hand. to something else. <laughs> yeah, it was like, come on, we're going to do something else. We're going to play something else. So that was a great game we would play. Well, for cats, cats are kind of simple. I, th- I think dogs can be simple, too. But one of the major things that Missy loves to do, and I kind of found this in my research too, is you just buy them one of those laser toys because they need to exercise. They they need to burn yeah. off that excess energy. If you just buy one of those little laser toys, her, hers was a mouse, and you just click it and it makes that little red dot appear, you just put that little red dot on the floor and just watch them go. Missy would become obsessed. She would just run herself silly because I would just have to stop it after a while because she'd start panting to the point where she was trying to catch the the little laser light so much. But you can just, like, if you have a long hallway, you can just run that laser light up and down the hallway and just move it in different ways, and they will get the best exercise just running after the laser light. Now, after a while, (laughs) if they're like Missy and Missy, you know, she kind of has some weight to her. I, I think they just, they're just like, no more. <laughs> and you can kind of tell when they ran down their energy because they was just sort of lay in the floor. She just kind of lay there and just, you know, I'm good now. But she, and you could, you could do the laser again, and she just sort of look at it like, okay, lady, I'm good. I'm good now. She's like, I got it. Okay. We're exercised for the day. But you know what, Jay? That is so true. The power of the laser is like, Whoever invented that, you know, must have had just one of the best inventions ever because my sister's dogs, Maggie and Nichols, um, you can't even say the word light because the laser light in that house is keen. If you then put L-I together, they're like, what? Huh? What? She, what? What? They love the laser light. It is like... Light crack. It is. <laughs> yeah, so it can work for cats and dogs. Oh, it, oh, they love it. And it is, if you have an animal that needs to be exercised and you can't get them out because it's raining and you need to burn some of that energy off, see if they like the laser light. Because that is, like you say, Jay, the best way to burn off some energy. It is the best way to burn off energy. And another it thing is. with cats, they are just... You can spend a whole lot of money on cat toys, but what I found, at least with Missy, and I think this is true of um, all cats because I've been on Facebook and other places and I've seen little articles where people talk about their cats are like this too. If you just have empty boxes or shopping bags, like you can have been to to Target or just somewhere and you just like put a bag on the floor or an empty box and a cat, will they just want to jump in it. It's just like they want to jump into any type of just empty receptacle or something. Missy adores cardboard boxes. If, if During Christmas time, that was her favorite time of year 
because it, when you brought out the boxes or, like, at, after Christmas when you open up stuff and you just had boxes laying everywhere, she adored just jumping in a box and just sort of being in there. And the smaller the box, the better. It's just like they like to squeeze down into stuff. And then sometimes she likes to hide. She would like to hide and then jump out at you as you pass by. So if you just have a bunch of empty boxes or you have shopping bags or something like that, or of course if they're plastic or something, you want to just be in there and monitor them. But Missy would go into any type of bag. She loved bags. She loved boxes. And also bottle tops. When you drink bottle? your bottle when you drink your bottled water, if you just drop the top, that was the best toy for her because she was going to get it and she was going to start swatting the top with her paw. So if you just have a bottle top, a bottle cap, cats adore crap like that. They love that type of stuff. Simple well, stuff. The funny, it's funny you should mention that because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was, you know, like, you know, I, this has been like the craziest month, this past month has been the craziest month and, and, um, we both went out of town. We went out of town for some. I had to go. I went out of town for something. And where I went, this particular person had cats. And you know, hi Violet, hi Blue. And um, they bought them a cat condo. And the box that the cat condo, you know, the cat condo's over there in the corner. And they left the box in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm. And that box became play central. It was. It, it was as if you had dropped in the best thing in the world in the middle of the floor because they were in that box. They were out of that box. One would get in the box. The other one would be on the outside of the box, slapping <laughs> the top of the thing. They played with that box for the past, for like two days straight, as if it was like Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Everything rolled up into one, and they had just gotten the best toy ever. They played hide and seek with that box. It got to the point where you thought they were dying, killing one another, but it was like fun for all with the box. There were I'm telling you. Were, I'm telling the you. They love that type of simple stuff. The bag scared me because they would get their head up in there, and I was like, okay, can you breathe? And I was like, okay, we're not playing the bag. <laughs> so, but I let we let them have the box, and the box, and it was a kind of a good sized box that they could get in and get out of it. They would dive off the sofa back into <laughs> into the box. It was like into the box. They had so much fun with that. I'm like, it's a box, but for them, it was like the best thing in the world. They were so um, entertained with this simple box. So, so I am like so in agreement with you. Just a simple thing. Because it got to the point where they were like, they were like, okay, we gotta take the box away because they're starting. <laughs> they were literally like losing their mind over this box. It was like I think I don't think they threw the box away because I saw a picture and one um blue was sprawled over the box <laughs> and like this picture kind of like, how you doing? So the box has become a permanent fixture in their world. Um, so, yeah, the box, the, the plain old box that the cat condo came in, which they like the cat condo, but just not as much as the box. So. Yeah, and, uh, and you know what? I, I think since it brings them so much joy, they should keep the box until the box is just absolutely torn up because they, they will continue to play with it until it's just, it can't be played with anymore. They'll do it. I I have seen some pictures recently since, since, since my little um, getaway there. And the box is still a permanent fixture. The box has been moved into the permanent playroom, 
And I have seen blue, um, the male cat, just sprawled over the box, just like it's like a piece of just a lounge furniture. It's like, oh, how are you? A great box. Simple. You know, if you can't afford going out to get, like, one of those expensive cat condo toy things, go to, you know, go to your local grocery store and ask them if they have any of the boxes and I use them. I think they'll enjoy it. They they will very much enjoy it, and if um, your friend doesn't mind, Dee, perhaps you should you could share some of those pictures of him with the box will, if he I has any. If we could get some some of those pictures so we can share, because Blue, the male cat, has just turned it into like a a lounge thing. You know, I think when they're not attacking it, it is like a one big great lounge chair. And also, one other note for cats. They like flip-flops. <laughs> they enjoy flip-flops a lot. Missy always did. And, and I met my um, my sister-in-law's cat for the first time named Huey, and he very much enjoyed my feet in flip-flops. And I know Missy used to love to chew them. I think it's something about that rubber. They just like to chew flip-flops. But um, Huey was just having fun, you know, pushing his head between <laughs> My my heel in the flip flop and and biting on my heel. So cats also like feet, and Missy just enjoyed freshly showered feet after you got fresh out of the tub. Have no idea why she became obsessed. You want to just sniff your toes, or especially if you still have water on your toes, she wanted to lick it off. So that <laughs> might be gross, but hey, there you go, there you go, there you go. I. You know, like I've always pretty much had dogs, so you know. But I'm, I'm, you know, getting with my friends' cats. I'm getting kind of a little bit more acquainted with the cats or whatever. So they, they are, they are an interesting lot that they are, and the things that they do are just hilariously funny to me. Um, <laughs> but I found that they, um, they like things that move underneath things. Um, if they can't see it, but they see it moving, it's one of those things that are like, what is that? And they pounce on it. So yeah. I I was like, okay. They're natural hunters. They they love so. hunting. And, and if you can give them a situation where it's like they can pounce out on something because they love hunting, they love that. They, I mean, and that, oh, Jay and the catnip thing. Um, yeah, that's their, that's their, their little crack, their little marijuana <laughs> You know, I bought them, you know, because I, I bought gifts for them, and I bought this game that you pour catnip in it, and the ball spins around, and it's supposed to bring the catnip up in, like, this little twirl of tornado thing. And the power of catnip is real, people. Oh, didn't realize it, but the power of catnip is a real thing because I, I walked into the room, and the particular toy that I bought, and this will be a great rainy day toy because Blue pretty much stayed on this toy all day long once the catnip was added and balls spun around. And I walked in one day, and he was literally on top of the hole where the catnip was just rolling around. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And it was just one of he would just stick it down in the hole and bring it back up. And then he would go down his back and just roll around. I'm like, the power of cat crack. It is real. It, it is, is real. real. It is real. It is a real thing. It <laughs> is. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. I saw one other activity, Dee, that would be good for your sister, and she might have already done this with her dogs, for people who have 
upstairs in their home on rainy days, you can get exercise and your dog can get exercise because most dogs are going to kind of chase you or run behind you anyway. But you could kind of just make a little game of running up and down the stairs and have them kind of, you know, run behind you. And that can kind of help them burn off energy too. I thought that was kind of neat. That, you know, has been there with my sister on many occasions visiting and Nicholas. Maggie's not so into the stairs. She just uses them for what they're the purpose to get from one floor to the next. But Nick is a little crazy, so um, he you can find him going up and down the stairs. And I'm just thinking, hey, you're burning more calories than I know he worked it. So he would he literally, especially if he had a fall, he would he would go up and down the stairs like it was his job for the day. <laughs> so that can be a possibility for people with stairs. Or even those who don't have stairs, I used to actually play soccer with Missy, and this could work with dogs and cats. If you have a hallway or just a large room, you can just take, like, a foam ball or just a soft type of ball, and you can just, like, I'd be at one end of the room, and I'd kick it down to her, and she'd kind of leap up in the air and catch the ball, you know. So you could do that with your dog and your cat, and then we kind of just switch sides. And, wow, this show went by quick, and we made it. No lightning. Because we hear the little lady in our ear telling us that we have, um, well, actually, we're going toward about 30 seconds now. But I just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to today's show. And I wanted to remind you to also listen to next week's show. Our title's kind of funny. It's entitled Stomping with the Big Dog. <laughs> and it's going to be about large breed dogs and the pros and cons of owning them. So be sure to check that out next week. We should be on at our normal time of 5 p.m. Central. And we want to say once again, thank you, Dee, for joining us. We are so glad to have you back. back. And we hope to have you back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys have a great weekend. Be safe, and hopefully you'll get to use some of those rainy day pet suggestions. Bye. Bye, everybody.